0: Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. So today I'm gonna be talking about how dieting makes us dumber. And I'm also gonna be sharing a tool called intermittent sampling that I use with a lot of my clients. So I keep encountering people who are trying to lose weight and they come to me and they tell me that they are slashing calories and exercising six to seven times a week. And it just drives me crazy. Like I want to shake them, but don't worry, I'm not that kind of coach. And I get it, I used to have those same beliefs, that the only way to lose weight and achieve my goals was to eat less and move more. And it's completely ingrained in our society, so of course that's what people are doing, that's what they're coming to me with, a history of doing. They come to me and they tell me about how they've eaten clean all week and they haven't touched a candy bar in days, And it just makes me cringe because i know what that's like i've been there that used to be me and i know that that is not the way i remember the anxiety i remember meeting a friend for brunch and looking over the menu and looking at all the things that i knew i couldn't have because i was restricting certain things and then my friend would be like hey you want to go grab ice cream after and i would be like Ah, and I think of some excuse to go home early. Restricting food is no way to live. And I'm so glad that I never have to do that again. See, the thing is, dieting makes us dumber. You're struggling to stay on plan. You're struggling to be disciplined and stay in control. And it's all about willpower. Diets allow us to just tune out and follow the plan. And then we wonder why they don't work. It's because they're shortcuts. You might lose some weight quickly, but that's an unhealthy method of doing so and you'll most likely end up gaining it all back after. They don't take into account when you're hungry, why you're hungry, if you're having cravings, what's happening with your hormones, what's happening with your energy or your stress. We end up ignoring our cravings instead of honoring them and end up binging on a bunch of crap later. We're constantly living in the extremes of starving or stuffed, and we don't know how to live in the middle ground. I talked about this a bunch in the last episode, so if you missed that one, go check it out. When you're on a diet, you're basically ignoring your fluctuations in energy, you're ignoring your hunger, you're ignoring your cravings, even to the point of like, if you're super tired in the afternoon and you wanna take a nap, or if you're feeling like you're dizzy after workouts, and lightheaded. If you're sticking to a diet and you're staying on your plan, you're not going to fuel your body when those things happen. And those things are indications that you're not getting enough fuel. You're not eating enough. You're probably not consuming enough to support the activity levels that you're trying to perform at. And when you follow a diet, you literally default to whatever the plan says I'm going to do without paying attention to any of your body's signals. The other thing I see people doing is having a high-protein diet with just a little bit of carbs, and they're not having any veggies. They're not having any fiber. Like, they might have a meal that's literally mac and cheese and some ground beef. Where are the veggies? What happened to having a balanced meal? What happened to creating a balanced meal that supports our activities, that supports our satisfaction level, that supports our cravings? And then when they're done with their diet, they didn't learn anything except how to be hangry. They don't have the tools to eat normally without a plan. So they end up binging and gaining all the weight back. And maybe sometimes you learn something. Maybe you have a really good coach who teaches you how to make a balanced meal and does all these things. But more often than not, you end up just following a plan and sticking to those numbers instead of paying attention to your body. Do you know how it feels when you're getting enough protein? Like once I started eating more protein, I had more energy, I had better sleep, I was full for longer periods of time. Are you one of those people who's taking a fiber supplement? You can get fiber from veggies! and not have to take a supplement and pay extra money for this powder that makes you poop. Do you know what it feels like to have good poops every day? Or are you constipated or bloated and your digestion keeps you up at night? Are you pounding caffeine? And by pounding I mean having more than one to two cups a day because honestly, let's be real, that's a lot of caffeine. And caffeine is gonna affect your stress levels. It's gonna affect whether or not you sleep well. You may be overdoing it and not even realize it. All of these things reflect a lack of mindfulness and awareness when it comes to our bodies. And this is why I teach my clients awareness checks, which I'm actually in the process of throwing together in a little free course, so be on the lookout for that. It's the first step that I teach to all my one-on-one clients. It gets you out of autopilot eating around food, away from restrictive dieting and moving into mastering moderation to develop lifestyle habit change and achieve sustainable weight loss. People seem to live in this place of either starving or stuffed, and they've forgotten that there's nuanced levels of what hunger and fullness can feel like. When clients come to me and they want to learn moderation they can be really hesitant at first because it feels very scary. I used to never want to leave the house hungry because I was always worried that I would be caught out there somewhere and I'd end up binging on something that was out of my control, out of my controlled kitchen. People fear being hungry because they don't know if they'll be able to stop eating. They don't trust themselves around food. They don't know how to sit in their hunger and still be able to make rational decisions that align with their goals. And it takes a lot, I know, because I've been there. I still get hangry. That's why I bring snacks with me everywhere. I bring protein shakes. I make sure that if I'm going anywhere, I check the menu and make sure that there's something that I can eat. Now, obviously I'm vegan now, so things are a little bit different. Awareness checks gets them to be mindful and tune into their bodies and minds and start to pay attention to how they're feeling to navigate their hunger and cravings, their energy and their stress, and their emotions. Learning to sit in your hunger can be a really useful skill, even if it's scary. When you practice awareness checks, you're checking in every few hours to see how your levels are doing. When did you last eat? Are you gonna be eating soon? What can you do now to prepare for that? Now, I work from home so I can eat anytime I want, but because I'm so in tune with my body, I notice that I start to get hungry around 11, 30, or 12. And I know that if I don't make a move within 20 minutes or so to start to get a meal ready, that I'm going to end up hangry. Sometimes a meeting might run over into lunch. And when that does happen, what I do is I grab a snack, like I will grab A handful of nuts or some mango and I'll eat that as I make my meal so that then I will curb the hunger that I'm feeling because then I'll be able to make decisions about my meal from a rational position. I won't have that craving, that anxiety, that hunger that'll take over my brain. So instead of turning to the bag of chips and eating that, I'm eating something slightly healthier to give me time to create a meal that I know will be more sustainable. And I've learned how to navigate being hungry so that I'm not doing it from a place of restriction, but I'm doing it from a place of, okay, this is where I'm at right now. In about 20 minutes, I'm gonna be hungry. So what can I do to handle it? How can I put together a healthy plan, healthy-ish plan to help me get through these next 20 minutes? And then if something does come up, what is my plan? And obviously being hungry, sitting in that hunger is going to feel really scary at first. So don't rush into these types of things. So many of us are scared to be around certain foods because we just don't trust ourselves around them. And that's a fragile way to live. I used to be the type of person who couldn't have snacks in the house. I couldn't have ice cream in the house because I'd finished the whole pint in a day. I couldn't have Oreos in the house because I'd eat the whole package. Once I learned how to eat in moderation, I was okay. I realized that I could be okay having these things in my house and I wouldn't eat the whole package and I wouldn't eat the whole pint of ice cream. And now, I'm okay. I can be around these things and not feel like I'm gonna go all in or eat the whole package. I can even go out to dinner and not feel like I need to order an appetizer, a main course, and a dessert. Obviously, I can do it if I want to, but I don't have to. I've learned how to be able to eat in moderation in such a way that I'm still able to enjoy everything, but I'm not going all in. I'm not going to extremes. Now, obviously there are some days where things don't go as planned. I might get a little bit more stressed or have a little bit more anxiety, and I might want to binge, but I have the tools available to me to help pull me out of that. I have strategies in place, and that's a lot of what I teach in my coaching is to help you navigate how to get out of those situations or even to prevent them before they happen. I can go to a grocery store hungry now and not buy the whole snack aisle. I mean, that's a fucking win, right? I know what my staples are. I know I can walk through the grocery store and pick out the things that I need without feeling like I'm gonna buy all these random things just because I happen to be hungry. Now, I don't recommend going to the grocery store hungry, but I can handle it and I'll be okay if I do. It's not the end of the world. And I also know that I can have a protein bar on the way home and satisfy that craving, satisfy that hunger, and I'm still gonna be okay. I'm not gonna gain extra weight just because I had a protein bar. It's actually helping me so that I don't binge later when I do get home. So like if you go to the grocery store hungry and you make it through, the store and start going home have a snack before you get home before you get there and you're like binging on everything you just bought because you know you're gonna get home and you're gonna be ravenous you're gonna be hungry so if you prepare for that and you have something before you even get to that point then you're helping yourself you're helping your future self from getting into that binge cycle so the best tool that i can give you for this to teach you how to mo- learn to surf the hunger is something that my business coach calls intermittent sampling and intermittent sampling is basically just mindful snacking Without judgment for what happens or whatever comes up, it's a method of exposing yourself to a certain food and taking it off its pedestal. Take away any of the stress that you may have around that specific food. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to pick a specific food that you feel causes you a lot of stress. So for me that was ice cream. Having ice cream in the house, I felt like I couldn't do that, I couldn't handle it, and There was just a lot of anxiety around that. So if I were going to do this again, I would probably pick ice cream potentially, but that's like my really hard food. So I might try a more moderate stress food than like the top one to start off. And then you're going to strategically give yourself permission to have one serving of that per day. And that's going to look like sitting down mindfully with that one portion of food and then eating it, savoring it, tasting it, What does it taste like? What's the texture? Can you smell it? Enjoy it, basically. And then put it back. Put the rest back. Then you're going to wait 20 to 30 minutes and then do an awareness check. And then you're going to ask, how is your hunger? How are your cravings? Are you feeling satisfied? And do you want more? And this is where it gets a little tough. If you still want more, go back and have some more. Have another portion. Eat it mindfully. Savor it. Wait 20 minutes and check in again, and repeat the cycle. And I know, (laughs) I know, you're coming up with some resistance here and you're gonna be like, oh my God, I can't, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. Let go of whatever happens. We're not here to judge whether or not you eat the whole thing, that's not the goal. The goal is to get you exposed to the food so that you're taking it off its pedestal and you're getting more comfortable around it. Like for example, think about it like if you were to eat something every day, it would sort of lose some of its illicitness some of its allure right and eventually if you had to eat it every single day you wouldn't really want to right so that's kind of what we're doing with this intermittent sampling you're allowing yourself to have it you're giving yourself permission and you're doing that so that you take away some of the stress around it knowing that you can begin to trust yourself with this food and taking it off its pedestal now Obviously this is a high level technique and it's something that I teach my clients. So if you're struggling with it or you feel like you're not ready for it, don't rush it, don't dive in, but reach out, ask. I can help you out. It's usually something I teach after my clients have mastered several other steps like eating enough food, having a balanced meal, that kind of thing. Anyways, so today what we covered is we talked about how dieting makes us dumber. It keeps us from being mindful around food and paying attention to our body's signals. I stress the importance of awareness checks. Make sure to look out for my free course on those coming soon. I coach people to learn how to reconnect with their mindfulness and to learn to eat in moderation and to begin to trust themselves around food, staying out of the extremes of restriction and overindulgence. And I give them all kinds of tactical tools to help them take food off of pedestals and remove some of that illicitness around food. So I know I gave you a lot of stuff today. Some of it was more challenging than others. Play around with what works for you and hopefully some of it was useful. Good luck! And as always, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this or watching this if you're watching this on the YouTubes. And if you loved it, share it with a friend, leave a comment, subscribe, sign up for my newsletter so you are kept in the loop of when I drop my Awareness Checks course, and I will talk to you next time. Ciao!